Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today, we're going to talk about the truth that beliefs should not be limited by feelings. They should be about our actions. Our actions should be about our beliefs and not our feelings. What does it mean to believe in yourself? That's what we want to talk about today. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right. Hello. Welcome back. I hope that this week is going well for you. I hope that your coffee is tasty, or if you are a non-coffee drinker, that your tea is tasty, or if you're an energy drink drinker, that you get better taste buds and better decision-making skills. Ah, that was a joke. Relax. But I do want to talk today. This is kind of a 2.0. Last week, I talked about the idea that you don't have to love what you do every day. In fact, even if you love what you do, there will probably be plenty of days that you don't love doing it. If you love what it creates, if you love the outcomes that it creates, if you love the consequences and impact it has on the world around you, that's awesome. But you probably will still not love what you do every day. And that's okay. Today, I want to shift a little bit. And I just want to talk to the people that are tired and weary. And life is just beating you like a storm against a seawall. Uh, in 2022, my wife and I traveled to Florida right after, actually right after the hurricane went through. And then just a few months later, we had to travel back down there after the tropical storm went through. And and so what happened was a hurricane went through and in the Daytona beach area, an area where we, we, uh, spend quite a bit of time, uh, there was just devastation just destruction and devastation. And it was amazing. Like, I mean, this one spot, uh, we went down a couple years ago for a business trip and we stayed at this hotel and they had this gorgeous giant pool. Like I remember I swam in it at night in the dark. I swam in it in the day. And you know, sometimes people are like, well, why are you swimming in a pool when you're, when you could be in the ocean? Because literally I could swim in the pool and see the ocean. And and the storm came through and just ripped the whole pool out. And and this pool was bigger than my house. I mean, just ripped the whole pool out. Uh, and, And then just a few weeks later, a tropical storm comes through and just adds to the devastation. And I know that there are people listening to this, that that's how you feel your life is going right now. You just, found out that your spouse is leaving you or you just found out that your kids are getting divorced or that your kids are having a baby with that other person that you don't think is going to make a very good parent and you know is not going to make a very good life partner for your kid. Your work just told you they're letting you go. Your bills aren't getting paid because politicians are making decisions that are not very much in your interest or in the interest of the average person in our country. Someone you trusted betrayed you. That's the hardest one for me because I don't let people into my inner circle. I've talked about this before. I, I right if, if you do the the circle of friends uh there's usually uh one to six there's what we call one and a half 
because that person can change over your lifetime. That's your most intimate person, right? That would be my wife. And then two to six, or, or if you're keeping track, 1.6 to six. And then I think it's seven to 15, 16 to 30, and, and so on and so on. And I purposely keep my circles really small. So if I get betrayed in one of those circles, it feels like a horse just kicked me in the tender nether regions, if you know what I mean. And I know I'm not the only one. I know that there are people, as I mentioned last week, there are so many people that have said to me, man, I'm ready for 2023 to be over. I'm ready for this year to end. Man, this year has been so hard. Not that long ago, my daughter bought a new car, well, new to us car. It was actually as old as she is. And she got it for college. You know, she had some money and she paid cash for it. And she owned it, I think, 10 days. And she's driving to get lunch. A storm came through our area and, and knocked out the power. And so there's no food at the house that she could cook. And so her and her sister decided they were going to split a pizza from Little Caesars because they're big spenders or poor college students. You know, those are not mutually exclusive. And she's driving to pick up the pizza. She gets behind a tractor and she passes them. And as she's passing him, he turns in, turns into her and doesn't hit her or excuse me, does hit her. No citations issued. Right. And, and so now her car is totaled because of how hard it got hit and, and the, you know, it's going to be almost equal to what we paid for it to get it fixed. And so her life just got incredibly more complicated as she's trying to figure out college and, and, you know, first semester of college things. And I was talking to a lady who uh, one of her employees made it look like they were doing work, but they just weren't. And so she's trying to fix it all. She's trying to go back and fix it all. And she's like, and some of it, I just can't fix. And she's just weary. I was talking to a guy and he said to me, he said, you know, he said, I just don't know what What's coming next? And it terrifies me. His dad died by suicide at the beginning of the year. His wife died in a car wreck just a few months later. One of his kids got diagnosed, adult kids, but still it's his kid, got diagnosed with uh, a very serious and scary disease a few weeks after his wife died in, in a car wreck, which was a few months after his dad died by suicide. And he's like, I'm, I'm just, I wake up in the morning and I just have this overwhelming panic. What bad is going to happen today? And I talked to a lot of business leaders who are like, man, my business is just so hard right now. Prices are tripling and quadrupling and just keep going up and up and up. And I don't know how to cover the margins and still pay my people and still have provide good quality service or products to my clients. I was talking to one guy just recently. Uh, his company was in a partnership with a with a, a venture bank, uh, buying up properties and rehabbing them and then turning them into money. And, and the venture bank owes them $50 million and they don't have the money. And so he says to me, I don't know how everybody gets paid. And he stops. He goes, scratch that. I don't know how anybody gets paid if I don't get that money. Uh, I was just talking to somebody yesterday in the similar situation, actually around $50 million too. Now he wasn't quite stressed about whether or not people are getting paid because that was above his pay grade and it didn't come up, but it affects him. And everybody that I'm meeting, they're talking about there's this stress and that stress going on in my life. And it is so hard. And so here's the whole thrust of today. You just need to keep moving. You just need to keep moving forward. Now, here's the thing. If you're paying attention, you might say to me, Joe, you already covered this. This, this was earlier in, in this fall. Like it wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, I know. But we're going to add something to it today. There is this weird belief that I have to feel something to do it. I have to feel it's right. I have to know it's going to work out. But belief 
is about actions, not how we feel. If you want to keep moving, you have to fix that truth to the front of your mind. You have to fix that truth to where you think about it. it. It's what you think about when you wake up. It's what you think about when you eat. It's what you think about when you drive down the road. It's what you think about when you eat again. It's what you think about when you get to work. It's what you think about when that guy in the cubicle next to you is talking and you really just don't want to hear any more about what he has to say about that stupid thing that he's talking about. Belief is about action, not feelings. Your belief is not dependent on how you feel. And that's why you can keep moving. That's why you can keep stepping. Because every day that you wake up is a bet on yourself. Every day that you wake up is a bet on your circles. Now, sometimes when I say this to clients, they're like, I don't have very good circles. And I was telling them, well, the great news is that's why it's a bet on yourself first, because you can change your circles. Because life can be so hard. Life can just be a storm followed by a storm followed by a storm. And if we have this fall false notion that we have to feel like we can keep going, we'll stop. If we have this false idea that we have to feel like the outcome is going to be exactly what we want, we'll stop. If we have this false narrative that it has to feel right, we'll stop. This is one of the reasons that I get so nervous when people are like, if you, if it feels unsafe at all, you just stop. No, 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 no. That, that's a good almost advice. You should stop and examine, right? Like why doesn't it feel safe? Why doesn't it feel like it's going to work out? Maybe you're just tired. Maybe you just haven't been sleeping well. Maybe you've just gone through some really hard things and you're grieving. And, and you know, a lot of times people say to me, okay, well, what's the strategy? And, and I always have to say, well, you have to finish that sentence. And like it is, that's a, that's a complete sentence. What's the strategy? And I always say, no, it isn't because what you're really asking me, I think is what's the strategy to make this bad go away? What's the strategy to make my feelings feel better? What's the strategy to make things seem better? And the answer is, I don't have one because the strategy is you endure and you accept the fact that belief is illustrated by your actions. Belief is illustrated by what you do. And what's funny about this is we know that this is true when we talk about things that other people do. When we talk about ways that other people wrong us, we know this is true, right? Because if you have an ex or an ex-friend or uh, a sibling or a parent that continues to do the same things followed by a, well, I'm sorry, but they don't actually change what they did. You don't put much weight into their sorry. And that's good. Like you should probably do that. But you have to step back and ask yourself, well, if feelings, right? Because they probably feel legitimately sorry. I'm going to make a generous assumption that they feel legitimately sorry. And if feelings don't validate that, then why do feelings get to validate you should quit? Why do feelings get to validate that you can stop. Just keep moving because feelings don't drive actions. Feelings don't create belief. It's your actions that demonstrate belief. Your actions are are the proof of what you believe. And so, yeah, you can rest. You can sit down and say, I need to stop. When I was a kid, I'll never forget, I was probably in sixth or seventh grade. Uh, My school had just moved into a new building and we were in one of the rooms. And for some reason, we had to spend all day in one room and there wasn't education going on that day. So it was kind of like this free for all day. And they had all these books. And so the one teacher was like, okay, you can do anything you want as long as it's read one of the books on the back shelf. And so I grabbed this book, a collection of short stories. And there was this short story about this kid who was doing work in his yard and he 
found that if he worked really hard for like, I don't remember the exact breakdown of the numbers, but 45 minutes, and then he took a 15-minute break, he got more work done than if he worked all the way through. And the the lesson that the short story was trying to teach the reader was, it's okay to take a break, but that's a belief that has to be demonstrated by the action of taking a break. It's okay to slow down and say, I just need to catch my breath. It's not okay to say, well, I don't feel it, so I have to stop. I was talking to a client just recently, a great job opportunity came along and he was like, man, I just, I have to know, I have to feel it in order to do it. And I'm like, that is a really new phenomenon in the history of mankind. That is a really new way of approaching life. That is a really new way of trying to figure out what you're doing. So I don't know what's going on in your life today. And you know what? We probably should do a whole episode on do you actually believe in yourself? Because that is a phrase that we have just ruined in, in modern society, right? Somebody that stands four foot one can't do anything necessary to be a good athlete. Well, you can be a pro athlete. You're going some places. Maybe he is going some places, but it's probably not to the pros, right? But do you control what you control? That that totally comes down to belief. Your beliefs are are expressed by what you do. And believing something that you won't act on isn't a belief. It's an idea. It's a want. It's a desire. It's something that we often call in therapy, wanting to want, right? People say, well, I want to change. And I'll often say, do you or do you want to want to change? In other words, do you want to change or do you recognize that there is a need to change and you want to want to do the things that are necessary to change, but you don't actually want to do them. And that's demonstrated by the fact that you're not doing them. What are you doing today that demonstrates you believe in yourself are you continuing to go right often when i sit with couples one of the one of the things early in the process that i'll see is uh, let's say the wife brings up a complaint about something that the husband does and often he'll say well you do it too or no i don't or blah 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 and i'll say hey do you love your wife absolutely do you believe that people who love someone else should listen to them absolutely then why aren't you listening to your wife who you say you love well i just i'm not going to sit here and let her talk smack about me or lie about okay but you just said that 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 love listens and you're not listening. So either you don't believe that love listens or you believe that you're more important than love or you don't love her. I don't know which, but let's let's pull those options apart. Your beliefs are demonstrated by what you do, not your feelings. And this is why every morning, no matter how hard life is right now, you can get up and you can go. You can keep going forward. You can keep moving. You can keep going to work. You can keep trying on that the thing that you're trying on that feels like you're never going to succeed. You can keep going even though you feel the fear. Feeling fear doesn't mean that you don't have a solid belief. But when you stop, what you're saying is, I believe that my fear is more accurate than my belief in myself. And the question regularly becomes in all of life, what do you believe the most? Because that is what drives your actions. So to my Christian friends, it's very interesting to me when you get upset about people not liking your beliefs. If you're reading the same Bible that I'm reading, you should expect that. I, I don't understand. It doesn't mean you should go be a jerk, but I, I don't understand. To people, I remember when I was in grad school and people were like, this is so hard. And I was like, well, what did you expect? You're in grad school. We're writing papers because that's how they measure things. Now, is it a good measurement? Probably not. It's really interesting that in a lot of the, the the fields like counseling, the better students are typically the worse they are at actually executing their job. Because being good at this job is about executing soft skills that you can't measure in a paper. But it's still how they do it and we have to engage it. And I want to know about your beliefs. Will you write the paper regardless of how you feel because you believe that you were called to this? Will you go back into the fray with your partner regardless of how you feel because you believe that you were called 
to this because you believe that when you said, I promise to love you above everyone else, that there was no exception clauses to that. Will you re-engage your teenager who keeps blowing you off because you believe that you were put in their life to be the person that helps shape their future? Will you get off the mat and do what you have to do to achieve the life that you want, regardless of how you feel, because you believe that the outcome is worth it. That's today. That's my question for you. For the person that's sitting there and you're like, I just can't change one more diaper. I just can't have one more fight. I can't have one more argument. I can't be yelled at one more time by my boss. I can't have this, this woman who isn't even my boss come harp on me one more time. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. My question to you is, is that a feeling or a belief? Because I believe you can. I also believe you can do it differently. So go out there and do it. Take a break if you have to. Rest if you must. Absolutely, positively take a rest. And then get up and go get it done. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.